The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your bonus pod. That's right, U.S. Open Futures, and breaking it all down, maybe giving you a little ideas on where you can spend a couple of shekels. It's Greg Dushan. What up, Greg? I love getting at We're getting out in front of it here, and I love that. Uh, a, little, a little sneak peek into Wingfoot and who we think you can get better odds on now rather than waiting until the week of. We are professionals, Greg, so we are getting out ahead of this. And Wingsfoot, uh, I've learned a lot about recently. I've done a little homework, but this is, uh, this is right up your alley. So just, you know, we, we don't know how it's going to play in a couple of weeks. We can assume some things, but give us an idea of what the best players in the world are going to face when they get to Wingsfoot. Uh, it's a classic, classic golf course. Uh, they're going to love it. I. I, I don't think you're going to hear very many complaints about it. Um, it because it's just it's so good. You've heard Justin Thomas's terms. I mean, it, it's usually ranked inside the top ten uh, in the Golf Digest best courses, and I think a lot of people probably put it a little higher. If you like Northeast golf courses, this is right up there with it's my personal favorite. I love it, and it all starts with the green complexes. Mm. Every hole out here has. Uh, a, a really interesting green and you have to decide how you're going to play the hole based on the green. Now, one difference between this week in a U.S. Open and when I typically play wing foot, see wing foot offers you some width between the trees, but the fairways aren't all that wide. So it's not like Augusta National where you can hit it with two extreme lefts and extreme rights of the fairway and have totally different angles. Um, the, you're a little narrower than that because of the rough. But there are times where it's better to be in maybe the right rough and looking at a left hole location than in the left side of the fairway looking at that left hole location because of the way the property sets up. So um, it's, a, it's a very gradual piece of property. There's not a lot of sharp elevation change. It's, it's really gradual. But it's interesting because a number of the fairways have a little bit of a reverse camber. And when the fairways get really firm, I believe you're going to see an advantage for uh, somebody who plays a draw. There are, it is definitely off the tee, um, a drawer's golf course. If hmm. it's soft, that is, that's wiped away, and it doesn't matter because the ball is not going to run away from you on that reverse camber. So if you see firm conditions, uh, I, I think a drawer has an advantage um, without question. It is a typically a par 72. They will be playing it this year as a par 70, so um, it's going to be – it's going to be long. It's going to be a beast. Yeah. There are a couple of new tee boxes they've added at number two, um, at number nine. Number five is a par five up a hill that they're going to play as a par four. So it's going to be, it's going to be quite a test. And you're going to see the golf ball moving around on these greens a lot because there are a ton of slopes. And it's one of the coolest things about it. When you get into the short game area, 
not only do you have really deep bunkers, but you, there's always a play. There's always an avenue and, and imagination becomes very important. You'll see players like you see at Augusta, throw it way past the hole and let it trickle back towards it. And, and it's really, it's a fun watch because until the ball's at rest, it's, it's not over yet, which makes for an intriguing watch. All right. I love it. So let's, let's talk through a couple of names that uh, might end up making our, our betting slips for Wingsfoot. Now, full disclosure, I've already got a couple of bets out there. I've got Terrell Hatton at 80 to one, Victor Hovland at 66. They're both 50 to one right now, Greg. So like, I'll tell you what, so far, so good. <laughs> now yeah, they hey, to- you got a, uh- now they just have you to got win a little edge there. I love yeah. it. <laughs> All right. What so, is it that you like about those guys? Uh, I mean, I so I took Hatton in June, which was probably after he won API, and I was probably thinking, oh, tough golf course. Like this is like, let me go get a grinder who might win something at I don't know one or two over, depending on how crazy this thing gets. And then Victor Hovland, uh, I got him in July, and I assume that's just when he was just tita greening everything to death. And I was like, oh, I just love this kid so much. Let me go check his U.S. Open number. I love the tee to green stuff. I worry about his short game a little bit. Yeah. It's the area of weakness. And if it gets really firm and fast, you're, there's going to be a lot of missed greens out there, uh, especially with the rough. They're planning on it being five and a half inches to start, and it may get to six throughout the week. Um, so that is a concern. I, I think short game is going to be really important this week. There are a couple of guys near the top of the betting board for the U.S. Open. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, John Rahm, Roy McIlroy, all 12 to 1 or shorter. Which one of those guys, Greg, makes your short list so far? Well, I mean, Rahm, I think, is a, is a very clear choice. I like, I like DJ. Yeah. DJ shows up in U.S. Opens. He always plays well on hard golf courses. I love the way he's putting right now. Um, and, and I think he has such an advantage with his ball striking, even though he tends to fade it off the tee, um, which could prove to be a disadvantage. I think he has the distance to cover some of these corners and, uh, and, and play some angles that maybe a guy like me doesn't see. So I'm interested <laughs> to see how DJ does. I think he is your safest bet right now. Yeah, I, I earmarked Rom just because, I mean, you if you win at Mirfield Village, if you win at Olympia Fields, like, you, you got it, kid. Like, you got There's you got similarities. Everything. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah, he's, he's 12 to 1. Um, you've got Xander here. Now, Xander at 20 to 1, Greg, uh, trying to find a win in a cut event in quite some time. I think his last three victories have all been no cut events. What do you like about Xander's game? He also has a great record in U.S. Opens. Uh, he, can, he hits it plenty high, which is going to be an important aspect. He can move it right to left, which I like. Uh, and he's a really strong bunker player. Uh, and he's got a crafty short game. Xander's, he's tough. He's not going to let one bad round get to him. He kind of has a little bit of Brooks Kepka in him, where Brooks Kepka at the 2018 U.S. Open shoots 75 in round one and ends up coming back to win. It may even have been worse. I think he, was, I think he shot 75. I, I could see Xander doing something similar to that, where one round hurts him and everybody counts him out except for him, and he ends up still getting the job done. So I, I think he has a ton of upside, um, and, and it, the profile of his game fits Wingfoot, no question. The my, the second guy on my list was Daniel Berger. And I, I, Berger, to me, it, he's weird. Like, he doesn't have that one elite skill set, which is worrisome, but also awesome. The fact that he can, like, he never really plays himself out of an event. You know what I mean? Because he's so solid everywhere. I, I don't know if he can win a U.S. Open. I, I really don't. But I'm, I'm intrigued enough to find out at 33 to 1. 
they're good odds. I like the way that he putts. He's been yeah. one of the better putters on the PGA Tour. Um, and I, I like the way that he's uh, – I love his bunker game too. So his short game is really strong. He's a well-rounded player. He, he's a good pick, no question. Does, does it look like Daniel Berger like straight decels when he putts? He has that huge backswing and he like stops his – like what is that? Yeah. I can't, yeah that cannot be the way it's taught. He, it's definitely a, it's a shorter follow through than a back. So it reminds me of Ben Crenshaw a little bit. Hmm. That's the way that he putted. So yeah, tempo is an important thing. He's really just letting the putter fall on the on the ball, but it works for him. So what I like about it, Rick, is that it's consistent. It doesn't yeah. change putt to putt to putt. It it always looks the same. And it, when whenever you're talking about putting, consistency works. You, you, you not just putting, my friend. That goes that goes everywhere. Yeah, um, good point. You got a couple of elite ball strikers uh, next on your list. You have Patrick Cantlay at 25 to one. You have Hideki Matsuyama at 28. Talk me through your process on those two. Well, Cantlay is one of those guys who I think he needs a little bit of work. He's got, he's got to show me something. Um, and, and maybe he play. I could see him playing Safeway the week before and kind of finding a little bit of a groove. So he's not at, he's not really peaking the way that I would like right now. But that being said, the profile fits. He hits it really long. He hits it really straight, uh, and he, he just dead flushes it. So I, I think he can handle um, the ball striking challenge that is needed at a winged foot. And I also think his short game is a little bit underrated. So I, I like Cantlay. Hideki I'm probably even a little higher on. After seeing what he did this week around the greens, um, scrambling-wise, and, and it's more so with the short game than it is with the putting, but it's just so impressive. The bunker play, uh, the ability to hold chip shots, Reminds me of what Justin Rose did at the uh, 2019 U.S. Open at Pebble. And I, I kind of see a similarity there with Hideki. So I, I love Hideki in this spot because of what he does around the greens. And he's an elite ball striker. So I think he can keep up because of that. I like that a lot. Uh, I have Matthew Wolf at 66-1. to And I will be very clear. I, I don't know if he can win a U.S. Open. I don't know if his, you know, like he's played in one major, okay? He's played in the PGA Championship. He finished fourth in it, which was very impressive. We obviously know he has the distance. I, I This is more of a, almost like an investment in, hey, I think this kid is really maturing. I think that um, his game eventually could be suited for something like Winged foot. I don't know if we're there yet. We might not be, and that's okay. But like, and it might not be a win. But like, I I will certainly be interested in Wolf top five, top ten markets, uh, because I think that raw talent is so good. I I love Hovland and Wolf. You know yeah. this. Yeah. I worry about their short game at at this golf course. For both of these players, they're uh, around the green games. That's kind of their weakness. And I think it's going to be really important here. I think you're going to find it's difficult to hit some of these greens when you miss fairways, which you're going to. And, and it's just going to be hard to play those angles. You're going to have to save it with scrambling. I, I think that's going to be a tough one for them. But you know what? You're, you're right about the talent. If you like guys that don't have a short game, I've got another one for you at 100 to 1, Joaquin Neiman. I, I mean, this kid's just a flusher. He's just an absolute flusher. Uh, T to green, he's phenomenal. We've seen him pop at times. I just, again, this is just 100 to 1 thinking, does he win this more than one out of every 100 times? I don't know the answer to that. Uh, you know, it's a completely different animal when you get to any major, let alone a U.S. Open. So I, I don't know, but like the, these kids are so good. It wouldn't shock me one single bit. Yeah. You, I mean, they're so mentally strong too. They're, they're ready. So I, I think 
with those odds, with odds being that long, I do think it's a, it's a solid bet. It's definitely a numbers bet. It's not as much a fingerprint um, right. kind of game style bet, but yeah, I don't hate it at all. I mean, he, he showed that he can handle a really hard golf course this past week. So uh, I like it. Tell now, me if you, tell me if you think this is an issue with Joaquin Neiman. Um, he's actually played six majors, which that, I guess he's played, that's actually surprising to me. He's played that many. Uh, yeah, he's he played some as an amp. Right. Yeah. So, okay. I guess that's the thing. So he's missed the cut five times, five out of six and finished 71st at the PGA championship in 18. I, I don't know if there's anything experience. to glean. Yeah. I, I think that's it. Right. We just, I mean, he's like 22 years old. You figure out how to, I think he's 21, you figure out how to yeah. settle down in a tournament like this and you don't let the moment get to you. I mean, that can happen in one week. So yeah, it, 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 it probably has a lot to do with the short game, but it, also, for, with his talent, that has a lot to do with nerves, I would say, uh, and pressure that he may put on himself. So that can, that can turn around in a hurry. He is 21. He will actually turn 22 in – oh, no, I did my math wrong. I thought it was Masters week. It's the week before. Sorry. He'll be 22 when he gets to Augusta. Uh, you have one other golfer here who is also longer than 100 to 1. Greg, tell me who it is. It's Kevin Kisner. Uh, you hear what I'm saying about the short game and the putting and how important it is. And I love that element of Kevin Kisner. Uh, he's also a guy who wins tournaments. When he gets in contention, he, he can get the job done and win. And so I, I like both of those elements. Now, I do think Kisner's found something uh, tee to green, which is going to be important. Don't get me wrong. You're going to have to hit the ball really well. You will see guys who are um, great ball strikers near the top of this leaderboard. But Kevin Kisner at 125 um, is, is a guy that I think can sneak in there, give himself a chance to win, kind of going against the grain for what everybody else on the leaderboard looks like. There you go. Bonus pod. Wings foot preview, U.S. Open preview, future bets, some guys to consider over the next couple of weeks. That right there is Greg Ducharme. You can find him on Twitter at the Real GFD. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been your bonus first cut pot. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.